job, mystics. So, let's get into it. Um, yes, the mystics came through. Um, game one, very good game uh, between the sun and the mystics. I did, I did think that um, it would be a close game. Um, very nervous about that. Um, but they did what they had to do. The sun, the sun did what they had to do. And despite, um, Connecticut going on a run, the mystics didn't win on their own run. And, uh, I do think, I do think that the third quarter is definitely, um, their, their weakness, like their weak spot in the game, but I think it did pretty well yesterday. Um, but you know, I feel like third quarters are always weak for a good amount of teams. Um, but it's all in how you bounce back and they did a very great job. Now, Courtney Williams, uh, she can't stop her. <laughs> Twenty six points, five rebounds, five assists. I mean, she she's just a baller. Like that's 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 just it. She's a baller. Um, we gotta, you gotta respect her game. I mean, she really just puts her head down and works. And Alyssa Thomas, um, twenty points. I mean, they had, you know, good points. Um, Strickland had thirteen. Uh, Jones had twelve. Like, you know, they really did a good job in, um, in scoring. And I do expect game two to have, uh. I expect game two to have uh, a similar finish, maybe even closer, maybe finish on a buzzer beater. You never know. <laughs> um, but yeah. Um, now for the Mystics act, uh, Elena had twenty-two points. Ariel Atkins had twenty-one points. Twenty-one for the sophomore. Bruh, like. This girl is a whole baller. I don't understand. And it's crazy because Elena, she would get her points. Like, it's so funny. Elena Elena will easily just get her points. Like, it's <laughs> it's like you just blink and she'll just have like 20, 30 points. You know, it, it, her points are so quiet, it's not even funny. And that's a good thing. Um... I, I don't understand. Like you, you'll see her shoot, but it's just so weird to me with Elena because I would just watch her play, and she'll just shoot, and I'll just kind of think nothing of it, and then I'll just be shocked by her points at the end of the game. And I don't know why I do that with Elena, but she's the only pl- person I do that with. I don't know. It's just because I'm just so mesmerized when she shoots. <laughs> um. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um, yeah, I'm just so mesmerized when she shoots. I just never really, like, tally her points. But with Ariel, it's just... I, I'm amazed when she scores. I feel I feel like maybe that's the difference because I'm just so used to Elena just kind of just putting up points. It's like, oh, okay, fine, whatever. <laughs> like, she's great. What you going to do? But Ariel, you just, she's just a dog. Like, she just fights and, you know claws for like all of her points and you just see it but 
you know, she had 20, uh, 21, uh, Tolliver had 18, Natasha had 13 and Emma had 11. Um, so six different mystics scored, uh, in double figures, which is always good for, um, team in the finals. Now it's a good thing this year that the mystics, um, are, uh, playing at home. I love it. You love to see it. <laughs> you really love to see it because, man, last year it was so bad because, you know, why would you, why would you want to have, uh, your, your, your team playing a venue all year and then playoffs come and you can't play in your arena because one, you're not as respected as much. And number two, um, it's just how, I guess, scheduling goes for venues. But it's like you have to you have to plan out for finals. You have to. Just in case your team makes the finals, you have to plan for that. You have to, you know. But nonetheless, I'm very glad that the Mystics get to have home court advantage this year. Um, they get to play in the same arena. They don't have to travel. You know, last year they played... At, at Capital One, last game was at Capital One. Then he had a single elimination game in round two and had to play at George Washington. And for, was it, yeah, he had to play those uh, first round and then the semis at George Washington, which wasn't bad. It just, it just don't understand why you're playing in a college arena. And that's how it was with the Sparks. The Sparks played... And um, and with Long Beach State for what? Like, I feel like the league is definitely going, uh, going in a better direction with Kathy. But um, I, I just want to see a little more. I'm not, I'm not putting a lot of expectation uh, expectations on it right now. I know it's going to take some time, but I do have a feeling this is a little bit of a turning point, um, for. For the WNBA, I think she's doing a great job right now. I'm seeing her face. I know it's fresh. The honeymoon phase is still there, but I do think she's invested um, in the w- in the WNBA. I do see it. I see the enthusiasm and her background definitely um, will change this league. Um, but yeah, like we the, the playing in the college arenas, it just needs to stop because you don't see uh, NBA teams doing this. You don't. We don't see NBA teams doing this. And even for college college sports, you don't see them playing um in a different arena. So you need to keep um we need to keep that same energy with the WNBA. Like we have to treat these women better. We really do. And it's I don't know, it just has to get it just has to get better. Um but very glad that you know, the misses can play the finals in their own stadium because last year they played at George Mason all the way in Northern Virginia. Like it was so, it that, that commute was so far out y'all. I was just like, bruh, like, I'm not, I'm not even going to try to be mean, but that commute was so long. I was a little bit happy that the season was over because I feel like everybody was just tired. I feel like everybody was just tired last year anyway because the season was just so condensed and it was so um 
just so like compact with so many games and it's it's what October in a couple of days and the finals will still be going last year the finals was over what the first week second week of September like the finals started or the playoffs started um what like August it started so early like the playoffs started at the end of September uh this year I know last year was because of FIBA and you know stuff like that but um, last year was just so tiring. I think this year was kind of more laid out, more relaxed, you know what I'm saying? And, um, just factoring in the travel with the mystics that the fact that they made it to the finals after the semis, it was just like tired, so tired. And, you know, again, now this season, they don't have to travel and do that. They play right at home, which I do think factored into their play as well yesterday. They're used to that. They're used to that comfort. They're used to being in the same arena that they're playing in all year. Yes, it is a new arena, but they've been there for a while. They're used to playing their games at home. Um, So, very good that they did that. Um, And I expect them to be as comfortable in game two and continue to push forward and uh, stuff like that. So, you know, props to the Mystics. They um, did a very great job in, con- not want to say contain the players, but contain them from making it a game uh, at the end of the game. Um, they really pulled away. Uh, Lana shot, you know, dagger. Um, Trishy Tolliver, she's playing well without a brace. And, yeah, I mean, this this is definitely a different Mystics team from last year and um yeah i'll be right back in just a little bit to talk just a little bit about how they got to the finals so yeah stay tuned all right we back baby what to do baby (laughs) i know i'm corny i'm sorry but uh um yeah so we back you know twisted mystic uh, show, uh, yeah. So, how did the Mystics get to the finals? Let's see. Hmm, they went through one bye week, two bye week, bye weeks, and then they played the Las Vegas Aces. Yes, they played Las Vegas. They beat them, but but it would not be easy. And it would be entertaining. <laughs> um, yeah, so, of course, they handled the fir- the first two games at home. Um, num- game-, game one probably would have went a lot differently had Elena been called for the foul on Kelsey Plum. But uh, it wasn't, so the Mystics escaped with that. Um, and then game two, they kind of pretty much pulled away and handled, handled it. Um, game three, game three, um, after the Mystics kind of took care of business, you know, just kind of kept it cool, you know, um, they knew that they had a job that they had to finish. One more game would get them to the finals. Game three comes around. Mystics are out of sync. Not really, um, shots weren't. My shots weren't really falling. Uh, they just looked really out of sync. And, of course, 
the lovely Liz Cambage uh, decides she wants to make a weight room joke and say, if you can't handle it, get in the weight room or get out of the post. Okay, cool. Cool, cool. <laughs> um, I don't think the mystics took that too well because, you know, you go on their social media, you saw them doing push-ups, maybe in the hotel lobby, I think. Um, and honestly, it was very entertaining. Um, I would have... Look at, don't get me wrong. It was very entertaining. It was very, um, it was, it was a thing that kind of added to the WNBA because it did, uh, it did garner eyeballs. Um, whenever there's something, this is so crazy. Whenever a beef happens, whatever something happens, everybody's going to look at it, you know? And this was very good for the WNBA. I'm, I'm pro like beef. I'm pro. I don't like you, you know, I'm pro talking smack like I'm just all pro that but I just feel like in this situation I feel like the mystics um should have just kind of like you know just been quiet you know you do you know how you know how much more significant or more dagger like in hurting it would have been if the mystics would have just kind of been like all right bet to themselves and handled their business like they did in game four to eliminate them, that would have stung so much more, so much more. And I think like that quiet assassin or silent assassin, that hurts way more than talking. And that's what I wish the missus would have done. Um, because when, when you got like, I'll use like a football reference, like the Patriots. Remember like when Tom Brady was suspended for, uh, those four games and then just came out just firing, like just, oh, everybody's going to get it. You going to mess with me? Everybody's going to get it. <laughs> um, I, so it's like, you know, you just don't really say anything, you know, just kind of lay low and then boom, show your game. And that's what happened. But I do think it would have been a much better, um, much better, like, situation to just lay low, stay quiet and realize, okay, let her talk. Let her talk. We show them that, you know, our game is is better. But, hey, it was fun. It was very entertaining. I liked the back and forth. And, um, fortunately for the Mystics, it went their way and uh, they, they handled business in game four. Um, <laughs> I know when I was, I did make a tweet that, you know, I, you know, I, I'll admit and say that it wasn't the best. You know, I did have some, some, uh, Vegas people come, <laughs> come in my neck for making my, my list sweet, but you know, it's all fun and games, you know, I don't, I never talk bad about WNBA players, I never talk bad about, you know, like, you know, um, players, franchises in general, unless you look bad, like, if you make bad decisions, yes, I'm gonna say something, but, you know, I, I've always been that person to uplift the WNBA players, always been a proponent for them getting paid, like, I, I do think that, you know, um, beef is good and everything, everything's good for the WNBA right now. And 
also for this year, you got to see um, how newer players emerged. And unfortunately, because of the injuries of Sue Bird and Tarasi um, and Maya Moore being gone, you kind of look at the future of the WNBA and it looks bright. It looks it looks very, very bright. And I I like it. I like it. I know everybody's used to Sue and Diana, um, Maya, like the old Sparks, um, old Lynx teams, but this is it right here. Um, Sky, the Sky emerged. Um, I didn't think that that would happen. Um, even though the Fever didn't make the playoffs, they definitely looked looked uh very promising, and I think that's going to change. They look kind of like the Sky did last year, ending on a good note. Um, and then kind of turning that corner. I think Tierra McCowan is going to be an absolute star for that team. All they have to do is like draft like just maybe like one or two good uh, players. And they're going to be very different. They're going to have a new coach next year. They're going to look pretty well. Um, but yeah, I mean, that, that's just how it's going to be um, when it comes to for next year. I know I veered off a little bit, but I don't know. Hey. It's twisted mystic, you know. World world's around anywhere. You never know where it's gonna go. So, uh, yeah. But uh, back to the mystics. Um, yeah, handle business. Got through that beef. Cut through it with a sharp knife, and they got to the finals. So, uh, I was very very happy to to see them make the finals and and again, uh, and they've didn't lower expectations. I feel like they had. Of course, you know, the target, you know, hey, like this is going to be the team to go back to the finals. Um, but I just think they turned it up like a couple notches. Like they definitely just turned, I mean, just turned the heat up. I, I feel like people thought that they were going to go back to the finals, but I didn't think that people think people thought that they were going to go back to the finals um with these type of numbers, this type of stats and this type of play. Because last year they played well and they got through a gauntlet. I mean, it was a gauntlet last year with the WNBA. I mean the parody was insane. Um the the when the wings clinched at eighth spot, it was the last day of the season. Pretty much everything was was kind of set for um for the the playoffs last year um for no for this year um you know misses clinched very early then the sun clinched aces i mean you kind of pretty much saw the separation but last year i think one through 11 still had a chance to make the playoffs and it came down to that last game of the season um, a couple games, but I mean, the missus really got through a gauntlet of teams because it, it was crazy and they, they got through it, went to the finals. And I think because of that, I think this, I want to say the season was a little easier because it definitely wasn't, but they, because, because of the fact that they got through that crazy rough condensed, um, uh, type of schedule last year I think it was just a lot easier for them um the biggest piece was Emma Emma is golden I mean 
that was my fear last year. I did not think that Emma was going, when she came back, I didn't think that it was going to work because they jailed a whole season without her and they went to the finals without her. So I was very, very nervous of how the team was going to handle it, but they did well. I mean, but that's a product of a good system. It's a product of good coaching and chemistry. You know, I do think I, but I I do think that because of the fact that she played with them, um, the year, like before last year, players knew kind of how to, you know, adjust with her. Um, cause the core has been together for three years now and it's definitely been, you know, a good thing. And I think because she was in that mix, I think it was fine. It was just that two years ago, they weren't as ready. They weren't as developed. But I do. I love. I love the process that the that the Mystics have been through. Last uh, two years ago, twenty seventeen, they went to the semis before the Lynx won it all. Next year, they went to the finals and they lost. Um, and then now they're back in the finals and they can possibly take that crown. That is a good game plan for over the course of three years, and that's what you want. Make a plan. Stick to it and execute it. Now, of course, the series isn't over, but in this situation last year, they were all the way on the West Coast in Seattle. So, um, very different, different year for them. But you just gotta love the progress and uh, that they've that they've uh, that they've made. Um, it's been significantly better every single year, and that is what you want. That that is what you want, and when you are picked to be the favorite to win, you gotta you gotta show them why, and you gotta show them that last year wasn't a fluke, and they did that. I mean, unreal, historically good team, historically good, and people people of you know again picked them, but they were just amazed as to how they got there. So, um, yeah. Great, great season for the Mystics. They they weren't playing any games at all. So, um, yeah, so we come back, kind of preview game two a little bit, and then, uh, yeah, that, that, that'll be it. So just uh, stick around, Twisted Mystic. All right, we back. We back. We are back. So, listen to the Twisted Mystic show. Um, yeah, game two. At home in DC for the Mystics, uh, not Virginia, not GW, not any other place in the district. It is in DC at the Entertainment and Sports Arena. Um, yes, 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 yes. Game two. Um, I expect the Sun to come harder. Um, they definitely did. They gave them. Um, they definitely gave the Mystics a little bit of a nudge for them to get better um as the game progressed I do expect I do expect the sun to make it a very close game it may even take the lead late in the game um but yeah I do think uh these two teams are very well matched I think you can definitely see um you can see how the teams uh match up I think I think officially um because the first the first two games 
that the Mystics played um, this son. Elena wasn't in. She was hurt, injured. Game one, also Chrissy Tolliver, like she was injured, I think, in the first quarter. So, um, yeah, like that was that. And then when it came to like the game three, but that 40-point blowout, Emma wasn't in. <laughs> so, um, you see Elena and see uh, Emma in um, playing, you know, the sun at full strength. Um, and then you can also see the sun play at, um, you know, their full strength and the way that they got through uh, their, uh, the rest of their season. Um, still think that they were very, very disrespected um, on national TV with uh, the calling, the name calling of it being role player. Um, I mean, I don't think that they have like that super duper star where you just think of, okay, this is a Connecticut son. I do think Courtney Williams has that. Um, I do think Courtney Williams will have that uh, eventually. Um, but I think it's going to take a little time. I think it's going to take a little time um, for that for that to happen. But they're a good unit. They're a good unit as a whole. And Kurt Miller has done a really great job um, with the Sun um, during his tenure there. Um, but just, I don't know. See how game two shakes up and should be another good game. So game two will be tomorrow at 8 p.m. Um, should be a fun one. Um, I want to see how the Mystics handle their first win. And I want to see how the Sun um, handle, you know, their loss. Because remember, they swept the Sparks. You know, they didn't have to go to a game four. Um, and they handled business on the road. Um, even though the Sparks, I think they're, they they weren't really, like, in their best shape um, going into the postseason. Um, but, yeah, I think... I think it would be interesting to see how these two teams um, bounce back from their game one wins or losses. So, with that being said, I want to thank you guys for uh, listening to another one of my podcasts or show, um, another episode of it. And yeah, uh, season's winding down. I don't have that many episodes left. <laughs> but uh, yeah, thank you so much for tuning in and listening. Yeah, I hope you guys have a great day.